So good morning. It's almost the end of February, and it's amazing. As the Nevada Department of Education is moving on with its plans, it always planned to put 18-year-olds in the classroom with our children. These are people's children with money because it allows them to be selective as to who will provide the services, people in teacher training programs. The opportunity still continues for the harvest. As Nevada has never been responsible for the outcomes of public education, and as they have chosen school choice for some of the children, the majority of the children who generate the federal dollars are not receiving any aid, and it is just totally unacceptable that we work to undermine the federal regulations as this Nevada is a part of America, and the expectation is that they will live up to the responsibility of creating opportunities for all. Now, you see, I've just watched this long enough to be totally enraged as the things that I have witnessed and then to understand as an American citizen, as a citizen in America that is 63 year old, 63 year old, and I know who I am, to be told that I as a citizen cannot continue my quest in bringing an understanding to why there is so much failure here in the state of Nevada as they misalign federal dollars and everybody gets a free lunch. Did I say not everybody? Everybody is getting free lunch. Everybody is getting food stamps. Understand the federal helping hand and how it has extended to everybody. And see, these people don't have a whole lot of money here. The people who live here, actually, the people who work here, because the jobs are, they don't pay enough. And when they're raising rents to where I saw one home being challenged because the the owner wanted the home back to raise the rent to $7,000. And understand, if you don't have the money, you can't hold the space. It is not your property. In America, they have created this chaotic system of access and equity, which they do not follow. The real reality is in America, it is you that you've been looking for. It is you that have been lost for so long. Who are you? As we the people, we the people means we all of the people, not just the ones who choose to stand up. And there have been so many that have been denied the opportunity to engage in the process of public oversight. The reality is, is that in America, if you do not show up, then your voice is never heard. But when African Americans understand that we have hit our limit, perhaps, in trying to advocate for our children, and when the system would take a life so easily as Ahmaud Aubrey. Or, you know, what is this? This There's a last one. Something lock. But, I mean, it's just overwhelming to continue to understand that law enforcement doesn't have to have a reason to take your child's life. And as a mother of three African-American male 
sons, because they are my sons, and the worry that we have to concern ourselves with the lives of our children as the lack of communication skills merely amongst peers is a definite conflict because people really just don't understand each other but have not been taught to communicate effectively. And then when people would choose not to listen because they don't feel that you know anything and I'm going to tell you I know much simply because I have been afforded the opportunity to raise my sons as a single parent and not that not that that was a chosen choice but an understanding that the males that I had bonded with obviously did not have the same value system as I and therefore I did not stay in those relationships and quite frankly relationships are critical I have a excellent relationship with my mother and she taught me everything I know about caring and raising my sons and my sons are very responsible as I am 63 and I had my first grandchild last year and my son married a woman with another child but it doesn't really matter because now I have three girls as I have always had three boys in America, I ask you the challenges. Who are you as an individual? Because there are so many people that know exactly who they are and because they have rec- been recognized. And people are so curious as to how black people really live. Well, we live just like you live, boo. There's not a whole lot of difference. And the experience in life has to do with the challenges that you are faced with. And that's called trials and tribulations. And actually, if you never stepped up to the plate, you are still in the journey of attempting to be an overcomer, such as I understand the value in putting the disciplines in life to whatever you're challenged with. So eventually, you won't have to face that challenge anymore. In America, it is individualism that shall win simply because the word is e pervis unum out of many there's one and you must understand the many before you can understand the one in the many we are a nation of many cultures many people from all over the world are able to come here and establish a home live under their roof and live to their best ability. And that is the offer of a free, of a freedom, integrity, liberty. The offer is liberty. But understand, there are some out there who have always made their liberty on the backs of others. What is she talking about? Understanding that slavery actually took place in this country. And knowing that You know, the television tells you the vision as to how it would like you to record the mental whatever in your mind. As I was watching Driving Miss Daisy again, maybe for the third time, and the relationship between the black man and the white woman was that of a 
friendship because you just can't do that kind of work and not be in a friendship. But the acknowledgement of the friendship at the end of the movie was rather unnerving as he was serving her in the capacity of a servant, not of a friend, but in a friend that had turned from a servant to a friend and the understanding that we are all human beings and the color of your skin should not matter, but we have lived through things where beings, you know, subservient, just, you know, obedient and understanding that in America, if you fail to comply as a black man or a black woman, you die. And that is a real statement. So, enough is enough. Is this America where people have a right to a trial before being accused of a crime and where people would plot to try to entrap people or get warrants because they suspect, they suspect criminal activity. It's a, it's a suspect. And people put people together on crimes because they're so fearful of people making money perhaps not paying taxes. Now, what are we talking about? We need to understand this whole system is totally upside down when people can put you together and receive monies and then you have really nothing to offer. I see nothing but broken programs, broken not-for-profit organizations here as they are not funding all organizations in the black community, well, they have a trickle-down effect of the dollars that actually reach their community. And as we have some Negroes who love prestigious, I mean, they're just, they want to be seen. And that's all I can see it as. Because quite frankly, even if I know you, if you don't have a valid thought about the future and how we get there, I don't want to waste my time because we need to get there by understanding that we all must get there at the same time. And just because you run for an office and you become elected, then you sit on the you sit on the platform where they make decisions. But the decisions should be made from the people who live within the community who have to benefit from these broken and failed services. And they are totally broken and totally failed. When you would open up a school for 60 girls who are sex trafficked in the in Clark County, Las Vegas, with a partner, 60, I said, when there are there's a school district of 350,000 children. Did I say that right? And when you would open up a treatment facility for six children with disabilities, did I say that right? Six, that's what I heard. And then when you would take $200 million and invest it in the recreation of the child care centers or the child, you know, early access, early start. But when the voices of the people who have to depend on the services are not heard, then I'm sorry, that's not the America I know. Perhaps it's the America you know, but I don't like to be told anything and understand from the outside, I see what it looks like looking in and looking in the window. It looks very dysfunctional. When I heard a woman on the news, she said, well, we're just afraid that we're going to have teachers that are going to be 
unqualified to work with our Title I children. And I'm going to tell you, that has always been a factor in the issuance of public education here in Clark County, Nevada, as the school district nor the state of Nevada has ever followed the federal regulations in regards to the receipt of money. But I'm going to tell you, don't worry, baby, because we got you on that one. Because under states' rights, we ain't got to do what you tell us to do to receive the money. But we understand we are responsible for the data, and we're going to get that to you as soon as we get it. And I'm telling you, they don't got it. For the children who are generating the federal dollars in Clark County School District, they don't have the data that would demonstrate that they provided you the same level of access as they have created for their own children as they sit as legislators on the bench. Because every one of those legislators, if they have families, their families are caught up in the Zoom or the Victory Schools or the STEM programs. As long as they are benefiting, they understand the benefit. But you, on the other hand, who have children who are struggling and where the district has not coordinated services that would enhance these children's lives. And I'm sorry, I can see failure across the horizon, just failure, because they are doing everything they can do not to allow you to come to the table and understand what your rights are under Title I or neglected and delinquent or the, uh, I mean, what would happen under Every Child Succeed Act or No Child Left Behind or the Goals 2000 or the CARES or the grant, you know, AARP money. This is all federal dollars. But in Nevada, everybody gets a penny. And we don't have anything for everybody. So if you need more than a penny, I'm sorry, I don't got it for you. I mean, it is unacceptable what I see as the local schools are not required to fill out school plans and the district doesn't have a plan for facilities or how the city is actually laid out. That comes from a different venue, not the venue within the school system because I see these condominiums going up everywhere and understand there are waivers that and abatements that people apply to build these huge, vast like plantations, and a lot of people will live in there. But when you look at the public services and the way the public services are just aligned in the community, it is sad, it is unfortunate, but it doesn't work, and it's not worked for a long time. That's why they have 250,000 homeless. There's a reason why 49% of the 17% of African-American children who are here are in the foster care system. And there is a reason why 88% of the 17%, I think we're only 17% of the population, but 88% of the juvenile facility. And when they would discuss why it would be unsafe to put white children in the juvenile hall simply because of the population of African-American children When at one of the high schools, I think it was Liberty High School, where they had a lot of death threats when for the children, and it was other children that were doing it, but it was children that were able to act out on their belief that they are the ones who establish human rights in America because their parents have established human rights when law enforcement and the judicial influence is so great in any city, but 
when you can't see the condition of the human population simply because the glitz and glamour. I mean, this is a city of lights, a city of entertainment. And when black people would come and perform on the strip, most famous black people in the world, and we are in the entertainment industry, but we are not controlling any of the resources when it comes down to the local people who live within the communities in which we provide services as we are taxpayers too. So as African Americans are taxpayers across this nation and the inability to share their concerns about how perhaps the failure to comply, which was such an intricate piece of slavery, compliance or die and understand that some of those behaviors are still continuing because people fear being unemployed. People fear not having the ability to perhaps make decisions about their everyday life. And people are just not in control until you understand exactly who you are. In America, it is e purpose, you know, out of many, there's one. But when the system does not have to acknowledge you as an individual citizen, and when you are not invited to the table, then understand you continue to be remaining on the menu, and others are determining the fear factor of living for you. When there is no data that demonstrates that every child had the same opportunity, then perhaps there is something that's going wrong. In America, it is all or none. And it has always been all or none. We do not have to pretend that we have the right to have access to the same services because we do have that right. And failure should never be an option. And, you know, public education is a modification of human behavior. And that is all it is. But people seem to have created wonderful opportunities for some children and not been held accountable for the failure of the majority of children. As states' rights have just taken over America, I would say, and people would pretend that they can deny you a human right of speech and liberty and life in pursuit of your happiness. And quite frankly, I know I never got a new daddy and my daddy is deceased. So why would I need someone telling me that I can't go live on Facebook right now because I might be a menace to society? You don't understand what that did to me, but it made me more aware of the inability to share what is truly the law and only the law. As in schools across this nation, everybody pays. But when the local people determine how the services are being rolled out the door, well, that's why you elect elected officials. You understand? There's a reason to elect people to ensure that what you're looking for happens. But you have to understand it is a us or them because I'm sure on the other side of the fence when they said they have this Sheriff Joe Lombardo who just wants to have more government 
oversight. And it's not really government oversight, no. It's the decision of a few people who have managed to control everything as to how the monies would be utilized. And then jump on the bandwagon and say other people are just weak because they don't know how to take it because we know what we're doing. And yeah, hell yeah, they know what they were doing. They were stealing the opportunities of many. And that there are reasons why so much sex trafficking happens. There's reasons why there are so many children in the facilities of state-run programs. And there are reasons why I would see a white woman who was more than my age, more than 60, with at least 15 African-American children and say that she, that was her family and they have adopted those children and none of them be white. All of them be black. And I'm telling you, enough is enough. And in America, it is time for all of us to wake up because everyone should have the right to work within their own communities. And as far as the maintenance of effort, everyone should be held accountable for the lack of outcomes. And if you don't have the data that demonstrates that you gave everybody the same access, then I'm sorry, the responsibility is on the state. Because the state has to ensure that access is happening and the state has to ensure that there are no fraudulent programs happening. But when people who work in the district own programs are, are partners with, with Clark County and they have their own business within the system. And I'm going to tell you, well, that didn't look, that doesn't look kosher to me, but it really doesn't matter because, you know, there are deals that are, that are just made. I don't know how one person can sit on the money committee for every level of how the dollars are allocated. And it amazes me that one person follows the whole process as to how the money is coming in and how the money is recollected and then redistributed. When I always knew that in America, if your state doesn't spend the money, it goes back to the federal government, not back to the state, meaning that you don't get to farm the money. You don't get to repurpose the money and you cannot change the color of money. When I have heard legislators say, we're going to change the color of that dollar. And I'm going to tell you that is nothing but fraud. When they have a dropout rate in the public education system and when they have given these children that are not going to make it an opportunity to apply for a certificate of completion so they don't have to keep on showing up when they can't read and they can't write. And I'm going to tell you, if you can't read and you can't write, the state still has something for you, and it's called the penitentiary. And when you witness one white man who has killed a biracial child, because the child was biracial, I don't know what he had in it, but this baby had been in the freezer for more than a month. And he was four years old. He was pre-kindergarten age. And why the Clark County School District had no knowledge of this child being missing. No knowledge, really. That means your system is so broken that you cannot identify missing children. Meaning that there are people that we're paying that have jobs to, that would be able to catch, catch the sieve of children that are just falling through. And there are so many children being murdered by their parents during this pandemic time. And I'm telling you, 
that it is time to understand that we pay for a system that should be functional, that is dysfunctional. And as it is dysfunctional, perhaps we need to rethink what education really is. Because I do not see 18-year-old children in the classroom with children who can't read. I do not see people who are unqualified working with children who need qualified recipients. You know, qualified services, meaning that there is a requirement for the data. And you must demonstrate that you are providing services that are actually working. And that's what the federal money is for. It's to support the state in its mission. But when the state has never come up with its share, then I am sorry. Fraud is real. And perhaps, you know, when they would like to put people on trial, like Henry Ruggs, who had an attitude problem in the middle of the night, and when the Raiders should have been keeping a tighter rein on their piece of property because they were paying him, and this is how it goes in America. What was he doing out at 4 a.m. in the morning when he was only an entertainer? He was. How? Nevada was making money, but the oversight piece for the behavior of these people who they would encourage rage on the football field will understand they are still obligated to ensure that this whatever they created is still functioning in a matter of the rest of the time when they're amongst the public. But why would they be amongst the public when there are ways to provide chauffeurs and limousines and bodyguards? And I am just tired of understanding that we pay money for entertainment. And this is a city of entertainment. But the security around these entertainers, it is something that can be dealt with with just a simple solution of creating a process in which there's a buffer zone between the entertainers and the people who live within the community. Certain things should never be happening, but they happen too frequently and that's just real but when you understand that it's an employee of the Department of Health and Human Services did I say it was an employee of the Department of Health and Human Services would take the lives of her children versus her children oh flash news flash her baby daddies was black and she would rather kill those children than to leave them with him and she couldn't kill herself but she killed her children. And there were other instances of people taking their babies out in the desert and killing their children. And I'm just trying to understand what 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 do I see here? Because this is America. But when there's so much dysfunction in the underlying of billions of dollars that come to Nevada to help support the individuals that live within the community and then have all of the community programs operating so separately where you can't talk to anybody without them telling you that it is above their pay grade, boo. (laughs) Well, it ain't above my pay grade because I have questions that I need some answers to and I don't see why people don't see what I see. Why in the hell would anybody believe that an 18-year-old could come in the classroom with other children and teach? And I'm sorry, maybe in a Head Start Center or a preschool situation. But when we have people that have 
attitudes and who have not been trained, who cannot read and cannot comprehend the King's English. And the only thing that we're here to do is to ensure that a person has basic level skills and can read and comprehend the King's English. And I am so sorry. It is not what I see. So therefore, when people keep showing up and all we're doing is blowing up the federal regulations because that's something that we don't follow. Well, as an American, I'm going to tell you the obligation for the receipt of federal dollars is that you have the data that demonstrates that everybody had the same opportunity. And if you don't have it, boo, I suggest you figure out how you get it. Because in an America that I live in, I will never be shut down. Understand, I know who I am. So therefore, the word is e purpose unum. Out of many, there's one. But out of one, there will be none. And who will you be in 2022? What are you willing to do? As an American citizen, we all rise or we all fall. It is not a choice in America. It is just you. So stop looking for that man in the mirror and stand up. Y'all have a blessed day. This is Darlene Anderson saying like, subscribe, and follow my podcast here on Anchor. And we all will grow up. So good morning. Here we are getting close to the end of February 2022. It is Wednesday, February the 23rd. And in America, we must first define what is public education, what is a free and appropriate public education, and how it affects individuals as so many individuals have been left on their own to seek an understanding, especially here in Nevada. I understand it that, you know, they kind of expect you to get it all by yourself. And they're not responsible for how many children are reading by the age of, you know, by grade level three. It's something that they hold themselves no responsibility for the insurances, the legal assurances that they are meeting the basic needs of the human population here and I can see that it is a problem when there lacks accountability and I understand the governor can just choose to spend the money any way he wants to that is a choice that is what the red state always did stealing from the poor and giving to the rich don't get me wrong when I I understand magnet schools and magnet programs and the community in which they have affected. I understand STEM programs. I understand, you know, the Zoom and the Victory Schools, the concepts behind them. And I also understand that there are many, many poor people that have no access to anything. And if it's just going to be you're on your own, buddy, then I think we need to take another look because children who do not have basic access to public services are not making it in America. And of course, they have created a process in which you can get taken care of. It's called the penitentiary or the prison system. It's called the jailhouse or the the county lockup. It really doesn't matter. We have far too many children and far too many young people who are not being 
given the opportunity to benefit in life and who is ultimately responsible understand there is a reason for citizenship there is a reason for engagement there's a reason for every citizen to speak out on their belief of the implementation implementation of the public service structure in the local communities and actually who is benefiting but when you never vote boo <laughs> when you don't step out of your comfort zone and you don't go to community meetings understand that people have a tendency to benefit themselves and therein lies the direct issue of the community that we're living in here in Henderson far too many blacks are were not voting and far too many others were entitled to help themselves and in America it is only you so what will you do in 2022 this is Darlene Anderson saying like subscribe and follow me Good morning, good morning. I've been thinking about some things. And, you know, really, when we understand what public education is all about and how it is mandated by the federal law under free and appropriate public education as the federal government does help states to ensure access happens for the children that are burdening the state. I mean, you know, high maintenance children. And then we have other opportunities that the state would just create STEM programs and magnet schools and Zoom and Victory schools. But what about all of the rest of the children? Is my concern is the children who are in the highest poverty situations are in the most impacted educational options. They have the most impacted from the lack of resources and when they have had a teacher shortage but have had school choice. Relevant is what we are talking about because they created these choice schools by using the federal dollars. And even if it was going to impact the children, a state has the right to do what it feels is the best thing to do to ensure creating more most access for all children. So, you know, the federal government is just not that rigid. <clears throat> there is no rigidness in there. There's just flexibility. So therefore, <clears throat> no matter how you see it, a state can do whatever it wants to do under the state's rights. And but you are no more or no less a citizen if you move from state to state because you still have the same rights in every state. But when you move to a state like Nevada, who has controlled everything in regards to how it provides services because it was a red state and you need to understand what red states do is they use the federal money to ensure foundational services supposedly for all but if you're just a needy people well i don't think they look at that because you're not invited to the table to talk about the outcomes or the maintenance of effort and when you do have one or two in the room that are in leadership status they don't have the right to speak on their own personal beliefs or personal perceptions but what they do have the right to do is to advocate to ensure that we're looking at the best possible op- options which is perhaps not really relevant as they have figured out how to build capacity through collaboration and they have just made things work 
But when it comes down to what the federal government was really looking for, which would be the civil rights data under IDEA, well, they just didn't have it. So now we're discussing it publicly as a, it is required by law. This discussion has always been required by law. And what is more required are the community groups and organizations and the ones that the district actually provides for training for parents and community. And I don't see that happening. I see a lot of wishful thinkings and people who believe that they know the best somehow because they're sitting as a board member. You are just undereducated if you lean to your own understanding. That's the purpose of a board is to seek groups and organizations that are making it work, to make it work for everybody. But when you lean to your own knowledge and you are so young and so ignorant that you want to talk about how kids are fighting and whatever... You shouldn't be in that conversation. It's not a conversation for you. To establish the base, we must do what is working for most states. And we shouldn't be running to lean to find the lowest positioning state to say, well, we're aligned like that state. No, you're not aligned like that state. Because in America, it is just us as Americans. And we have a right to critique the process. And that is just real. And that will always remain a true factor, even if we continue not to show up. Because the battle is in just showing up. Showing up because the struggle for life is real. And I just don't see how the homeless people are making it. As I don't even see how the children or the families who are freezing to death on the East Coast in their own homes and someone wouldn't have mentioned it if it had not happened as we are forced to listen to the news and only in the news does it sway the perception of the people and they always lobby for what they want and then they build consensus around what they would like to achieve and then there are some sacrifices made but in America The obligation to ensure access comes from the state and the training provided from the state should enable the local districts to be more efficient or effective. But when you come to the table, they act as if you don't have a right to speak. And I'm sorry, boo. No, you don't have to let me in the room because my perception has already been formed as I have participated and had the ability to participate. And I know one thing that the letter grade of F is unacceptable. So for all these children who are being socially promoted, know that that's a choice to limit your own ability to move forward in life simply because they are not holding themselves accountable for your access. And to understand the Department of Justice and the Juvenile Division accepted the responsibility for the complaint filed regarding to abuse of the children in the juvenile facilities because they knew they didn't have that data. And it all would have went down fine had I not filed my complaint in regards to the lack of services for the children who were caught up in the harbor and the haven and which they do not believe. As a citizen, I have a right to know. But I do have a right to know the outcomes of those children who would be removed through a judicial process to supposedly a more effective environment in creating 
functional human beings, but then the state have no data. So therefore, we are only talking about the harvest and the harvest of human beings. And it doesn't matter the color thing anymore. But what matters to African-Americans is because we are so disrespectful, just disrespectful to each other. And I must admit, I might be guilty of some of that. But what I'm not guilty of is not understanding I know who I am. And so therefore, I have nothing to apologize for. In America, the word has always been e purbus unum adamini, there's one. But out of one, there will be none. And who do you plan on being in 2022? What are you willing to do? As we can see, the Republican Party stirring up the Trumpsters as Donald Trump was a make it happen person. Believe me, he could make it happen. And just as he acts so childish in trying to attempt to destroy classified records that he took with him, that he did not want to document what he was doing. And as the president, whoo, know that he made some choices that screwed us all, but it doesn't really matter because he made some choices that opened up the door for so many who were refusing to participate in the regulatory guidance established by the federal government for the use of funds for their state. And that is just real. It is so real that it's frightening that people would accept failure for their children and bow out of the responsibility of life and death and oversight and and admit that the waiver they're signing is for the lives of their children. And I just couldn't believe how that, how the legislatures even participated in the writing of the structure of the harbor here because there is no data that demonstrates effectively that it's benefiting all children. And that is a problem, my friend. As an American, you must understand the requirement for citizenship is to just stand up and be counted and express your concerns regarding the public services. But when we can see the manipulation of the federal government and then forced to have a conversation just like we were forced to listen to George Floyd cry for his mother and we all understood his mother was dead at the time he was murdered but yet and still to understand he was murdered and understand Emmett Till and then just understand that we are unheard until 2020 when COVID hit we all got the wake-up call and I believe We were all required to wake up. Participating in political or the political process and the governance and the oversight of the federal investment in your state. As you need to understand that every citizen has a right to understand that the benefit within the state is their obligation to understand how effective the benefit of using the federal dollars combined with the state money will create pathways. Instead of always talking about how you're never going to have enough money, even though you're making billions of dollars in the gambling and the casinos, billions of dollars that do not come back to the local community is an issue. And what they're willing to do for the local community as Las Vegas is a city of entertainment has been limited. They have been 
utilizing, and this is just the public employees, you get me? Because they don't have any governance, because the board does not govern what they do. All they do is agree to sign on whatever the staff brings. And the staff has not brought any data that demonstrated that all children have the same access. Yet and still, my complaint was regarding access and what they are doing to the children as they have created a pathway for the prison pipeline. And in 2022, I must ask, what are you willing to do to save our nation in 22 as we are? headed in which direction which is unknown if Donald Trump runs again he was the worst violator of the human rights as he could talk about grabbing pussy prior to the election and white people still voted him in and there were some other people who voted him in also but some things happened during his administration, I can honestly say that we're not bad. But then I can honestly go back and say, for certain things, regulatory guidance is needed. Like the legal assurances that when entitled one to a public education, as this is compulsory in law and mandated by the federal government. And the federal government provides money to states to support their efforts. But when the state would take the money that you're generating and invest in programs that perhaps so few children would have benefit that are generating the money. It's unacceptable. Just unacceptable. And before 2022 is over, we will have that conversation about access, equity, and citizenship. Because until you vote... Until you understand, until you show up at the meetings, until you understand that this is not free money and they have an obligation to you and your children if you have had a child. And the obligation is not to remove your child. No, it's to create good citizens. I just fear that the harvest in the plantation will never end as they have created rules that sustain this dysfunction as the rules of the halfway houses and the 14, and the rules over the haven, and the rules that govern the harbor. But then there is the rules that govern the offer of a free and appropriate public education and the measured maintenance in which a state has to ensure access happens for the youngest and the neediest. But when your state would not hire a child fine coordinator and still want the money, and talk about hiring a part-time child buying coordinator, then I have an issue with it. Because they would put $8 million into the Donor's Choice Program, which is no more than a program like the PTA. And in America, understand the mandated services that we're all required to participate in is mandated by the offer of what would be free and appropriate. But if your people are oppressed, and have not been trained to understand that when the lack of outcomes arise, it is the requirement of the district to do a new plan 30, 60, 90 days into the school year with the data of who made it last year and who didn't and what are they willing to change. It's just that simple. But when they would not invite you to the table, boo, 
you better get a clue. This is 2022. So, like, subscribe, and follow my podcast here on Anchor and educate yourself. You know, know yourself before you wreck yourself. Understand that.